Hey, welcome everybody to the very first Word of Freedom podcast. My name is Chris Marendish. I'm here with my lovely wife. Mary Marendish. And we're here to discuss scriptures with you. We are... Our hope is to help everybody just become more enlightened in who we are and... Whose we are. Amen. That's something that that we've noticed is that I tend to focus on the who we are, and you tend to focus on the... Whose we are. So I think together we we have this fairly well covered. I'm going to try and get a little more comfortable here. Are you comfortable? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. That's good. So... Our goal is to really just build each other up. It says in Ephesians 4 that the fivefold ministry is meant to help build up the body of Christ, to help edify us. We're going to edify and build each other up in most holy faith. And to just try and help everybody get maybe a deeper understanding of not only whose we are, but who we are. Amen. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys have a regular routine. If you don't, I would really kind of suggest that you maybe find something that you can fall into a groove so you can read the Word of God and get more comfortable with listening to Him in prayer and in reading. We have a somewhat of a routine. We get the dogs fed. We get moving in the morning, get our cup of coffee, and we go and we sit in our inner room in our chair together, and we listen to worship music, and then we pray, and then we read the Word. So we'd like to start today's podcast off, our very first podcast, with we'd like to open this all up with some prayer. So Mary, would you pray for us? Certainly. Thank you. Father God, we come before you, Lord, and we ask that you be with us. We ask that your word, your word, go forward. Lord, Chris and I, we have our plans, our hopes, and our thoughts. But God, you know what's before us. So I thank you that You have brought us together to be able to communicate about what we're learning and who we are and in whose we are, which is yours, as we are yours. And Lord, we want to share that with the many. And you said that faith comes by hearing and hearing of your word. Lord, we find that in Romans 10. And I thank you that your word also comes and sets us free. So as we come together to talk about what you place upon our hearts, we ask that your word come out, do what you've declared for it to do, because it does not return to you void. We praise your holy name forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, babe. So we highly encourage our listeners to start a journal if you're not journaling, and what I like to do personally for me is as we're reading through the scriptures to find scriptures that just kind of highlight to me that God's like, Hey, look deeper into this. And then uh, I'll write the scriptures down and I'll figure out like maybe there's a, a theme or something going on in there and then just see what God wants to show us through that. Right. Yeah. And well, like when you journal, what do you, what do you do when you journal? When I journal, I usually find what scriptures God's talking to me and I'll write out the scripture And then I'll write out what I feel like he's telling me, and then I pray about it. Okay. I write. I I usually write the prayer out. Oh, that's that's good. I usually I usually put a small prayer at the end of my journaling. So what I'd like to do, I think, on our very first podcast, our inaugural podcast, is uh, we're going to look at a scripture from Galatians. We're going to go to Galatians chapter six. 
And we're going to read verses 7 and 8. A lot of our comments and commentaries are probably going to be on maybe short amount of scriptures. You can hear my wife flipping through her Bible. Then again, we could be like just bouncing back and forth through all kinds of scriptures so that you never know what you're going to get with us. You could get an amazing story. You could get um, a funny... I don't know. It's just... We're going to see what happens. This Whatever, is, wherever God leads. Wherever God leads. We're going to let God just, Holy Spirit, just lead us through all of this. But we kind of decided this is where we're going to start. So if you'll turn to your Bible in chapter 6 of Galatians, and we're going to pick up in verse 7, we're going to read through to 8. And Paul's writing this. It says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. So that for me, the, the question begged in this scripture is, what am I sowing? You know, and, and the analogy that came to me is, if I sow corn, I can expect to grow and reap corn. If I sow beans, I can expect to sow and reap beans. And we actually have been doing that this year. We've sown some sweet corn and we've sown some bush beans. Why would I expect to reap beans if I'm sowing corn seed? Right? If, I'm, if I sow corn, I should expect to reap corn. But if I sow beans, then I should expect to reap beans. I wouldn't expect to walk up to an apple tree and try and pluck off an orange, right? Hope not. That would, that'd be weird. Yeah. That'd be kind of, you know, wrong. <laughs> I think we just went off base really bad. Um, <laughs> the field is our heart. If you if you really think about it, when Jesus talks about the you know the sowing of the seeds, he talks about it in a, in a few different parables. The the sower sows a seed, and he sows, and some of it fell on this stony path where the enemy comes along and, and picks it up before it has a chance to bear any root. Yeah, this is Jesus's parable. This is Jesus's parable. The other seeds fall among the stony soil where it quickly shoots up, but since it has no root in itself, it quickly withers away. Then there's the seed that falls amongst the thorns and as it grows, the thorns choke it up. And then there's the seed that is sown amongst the good soil. And it bears, you know, it grows up and bears much fruit, some 30, some 60, or some 100 fold. I think what I'm asking is, where, where is the field? What, 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 is, what does all this look like? You know, don't be deceived. God's not mocked for whatever a man sows that he will also reap. reap. So, so what are we sowing? That's kind of the question. You see, and I said, the field is our heart, our soul, our mind. This, this is the garden in which we grow our fruit or our weeds. It is what we are sowing that comes up in our lives. And I, and I believe that's what Paul's saying. It's, it's whatever you're sowing into your life, right, mm -hmm. is what you're going to reap out of your life. So the question again, what am I sowing in my field, in my heart, in my mind, in my soul? What am I, what seeds are we planting into our minds, into our hearts, into our souls? What do you, what do you got? Well, I, I think what you were saying, you know, he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. 
But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. So what I think I understand you're saying is, you know, we don't want to be sowing to our flesh. We don't want to be pleasing our flesh. Exactly. I mean, we don't want to be feeding our flesh. Yeah. We want to be sowing to the Spirit, which is like some people I've heard, I don't understand that. What does that mean? What does that look like? Yeah. yeah. When you sowing to the Spirit, which is exactly what Paul is saying, uh-huh. what what is what does sowing to the spirit look like? I mean, we're not casting seed into a spiritual realm. So so what is this seed that we're sowing in the spirit? Exactly. Well, I'm asking you. Oh, you're is- <laughs> asking me what is this seed we're sowing? <clears throat> what, to what's the your sp- take on this? I take I mean what what do you see when you think of Sowing spiritual seed. Sowing to the spirit. Sowing to the spirit. Sowing to the spirit is many different things in my mind. One is praise, worship, definitely worship. The other thing for sowing to the spirit would be what God has called us to go do. What, you know, Mm -hmm. what are the things? I mean, when we say sowing to the flesh, if I'm comparing this flesh versus spirit, and it's the spirit, not our spirit. But his spirit, because it's capital S. Hmm. When we look at the flesh, how do we sow to the flesh, right? Yeah. How do we sow to the flesh? We we sow to the flesh by pleasing our own fleshly desires. Exactly. That- when it comes to lust, greed, you know, sexual promiscuity, fornication, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. I mean, the list. Is is pretty darn long well, in here. Yeah, it is. I and mean, it's in and, Galatians five, nineteen B through twenty one A. It's it's Okay, it's there a you bit. go. <laughs> so when we are sowing to the flesh, we're mm-hmm. increasing that desire of those things. So if we're then sowing to the spirit, we should be increasing his spirit life. Our spirit, our let's see, how do I say this? Lord God, I pray for you to speak through me on this one, because when we sow to the spirit, it would be the opposite of sowing to the flesh, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But when we sow to the spirit, it is everything we have to give. Everything we have to give God. We give him our focus. We give him our heart. Mm-hmm. We give him whatever we touch. Ooh, I like that. We give him whatever we taste. We thank him for all things. Yeah. We give him the desires of his heart versus in the flesh. We give to us the desires of our heart in the world. Exactly. Did I say yeah. that better? I think I think you said that... it really well, honestly. <clears throat> you know, because yeah, you said it, it's a pretty long list of uh, of things that Paul writes in Galatians five when he's talking about the seeds of what what is the seeds of the of the flesh works right? of the flesh the works of the flesh are evident. <clears throat> They're adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions. Jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, which is kind of what you were touching on right there, 
dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. What, wouldn't that be the outcome of the f- sowing to the flesh? These are the, yeah, these are the things that when you're sowing into your flesh, when you're sowing into self, that's these are the things that will be produced of it, right? Right, right. And you know, it, I remember hearing Dan Moeller say that you know you can't find any sin that's not rooted in selfishness. Every sin is rooted in self. I mean, even all the way back to the beginning, Eve saw the fruit was good for food and for the knowledge of good and receiving this knowledge of good and evil. So we see that all of these things are selfish in nature. So I think sowing to the spirit would be the unselfish things. Yeah. Doing things that that are, you know, selfless instead of selfish. You know, he can Paul continues on you know, he says that the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and gentleness, and self control. And against these, there is no law, right? So it's love. The first one, love, has really been tainted, I think, by the enemy and through the world. You know, love says, I love you. You better say you love me back. Because it's that's sowing to the flesh. But God says, I love you. End of story. Yeah, period. So when we're thinking of this, you know, you know, like again, he starts off this whole sentence in Galatians 6, 7, verse 7. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever man or woman sows, that he or she will also reap. Mm-hmm. So if we're sowing into our lives discontent, unhappiness, judgment, all these things, then we can expect these things in our life, right? So how many people have we had come up and when we're more ministering, mm-hmm. you know, help me with this. I got this going on in my family and this going on in my, and you can just feel the anger, feel the rage against family members, well, he's just an idiot. He's just this. And you, you need to pray for him. And it's so hard for me. Sometimes I just say, well, why don't we just pray that Christ gets formed in you first, and then we'll start talking about your family members. <laughs> and I know we probably lost like our first listener right there. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, it's we're sowing these seeds of the world into our lives and expecting a different outcome. Yeah. So... How would you say that you would combat something like that? How would you go about combating sowing negative seeds, sowing tares instead of sowing good seed into your life so that you reap something of value for your life? How do I sow good seed into my life? Yeah. Well, A, his word. Uh Uh-huh. B, worship. Okay, when you when you say worship, I know a lot of people say, well, yeah, I'm listening okay. to a Christian radio station and I raise my hands during church. What do you mean by worship? When I mean by worship, I mean when I'm singing to them, my heart is in it. They're not just words. And I'm going to sing the words of that which I agree with. I mean, you and I both have changed lyrics and songs just because we didn't agree with that word yeah. or words. And... We'll sing it our way. (laughs) 
just because it sounds to us as a negative versus a positive. Okay. But- and and I don't know. Anyway, worship worship to me is everything about me when I listen to his word. I worship him when I'm hearing his word and I'm like, yes, Lord. Yes. Holy are you. Thank you. Praise be to you. I worship him when I listen to music and I sing along with the music and I say, yes, Lord. And it's from my heart. It's not off just off my lips. It's from my heart. It's from my ever, ever deepest part of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I reach out to pray for somebody, I pray I'm worshiping the Lord at that point in time because I want to give him the glory in whatever I do. Okay. I don't know yeah. if that's... Well, and it does. It's, you know, to God be the glory. Always. In, in all things. You know, we believe in laying on our hands on the sick and watching them recover. We believe in, you know, in the Great Commission, mm-hmm. right? So, so I want to, you know, worship is so important because it, I believe it brings our heart into full communion when we say, God, you're worthy of it all. You know, that's, we love that song. You are worthy of it all in, in all of our things that we do and everything we think, everything we say, he's worthy of our praise. You know, Psalm 150 says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And I think the one of the things that I struggled with and I was, you know, early on was this stinking thinking, right? Uh, my my mind was yet to be transformed into the image and likeness of God. And that is what Paul writes in Romans 12, in the beginning of Romans 12, when he says, let us be transformed by the renewing of our mind, which is that type of like repentance. You know, we change the way we think about things. And if we change the way we think about things and the way that we view things, then we will actually speak them differently because in Proverbs, it says that the power of life and death reside in the tongue. So we have a choice to either speak life or to speak death, right? Now, I wrote down in here, that which you feed lives, and that which you starve dies. This is just a basic principle of the entire world. That what you feed will live, and that which you starve will die, whether it's a plant an animal, or a human being, unfortunately. But one thing that God reminded me of when I was, when I was pondering on this, when I was, when I was really pondering on this word about sowing to the flesh and sowing to the spirit, right? Was, you know, the parables that Jesus talks about is the sowing of a seed, right? And God said, go back into the beginning, go back to the beginning of my word, go back to Genesis when I created everything. And I want to remind us, it says that God created the herb and the fruit tree that bears seed, each according to its own kind. Did you, did you see what that says? Each herb 
and fruit tree. So the, the, the vegetables and the fruits that man was supposed to eat. Each of these plants bore seed according to its own kind. And then it goes on to say that God created the birds of the air and the fish of the sea and the creatures that crawl on the ground and the animals of the earth, each according to its own kind. So this seed according to its own kind goes back to what Paul was saying. Don't be fooled. God is not easily, God is not mocked. As a man sows, so shall he reap. So if we sow seeds of discord in our lives, we're going to reap discord. If we sow seeds of praise and worship towards God, we can expect to receive back praise and worship from God, I believe, because we'll do the good things that make him pleased. And that all comes from faith because it says that in uh, what is it? Hebrews eleven six. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Amen. So when we're sowing in faith by proclaiming who he is and doing what we know he wants us to do in our lives, reading his word, interacting with him, praying with him, we're sowing good seed into our lives and we should expect to reap from this good seed and enjoy a harvest. Amen. You know, but of man he created according to his image. This is what I wrote. But sin corrupted us. Sin wants to reproduce according to its own kind. But if we are born again of the Spirit, the Spirit wants us to sow spiritual seeds. Amen. Amen. According to his own kind, his own image. For his glory. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Because you know what? What's that? It's my favorite thing. Oh, here she comes, ladies and gentlemen. Here she comes. It's the biggest U-turn. It's the biggest U-turn. You give it to him, baby. It is from him. It is through him. It is to him. That's right. It is from him. It is through him. And it is to him. Amen. That's in Romans. It is. And I, you know, my brain goes blank on the address, but it is. It's from him. It's through him. And it's to him. How can that be? How is that a U-turn? Because it comes down from heaven and it's through him who lives within us. And it goes up to him as we praise and we worship him, as we sow unto the spirit. And remember, when we sow, what we sow, it blossoms. Amen. As we can see in Galatians, if we sow to the flesh, corruption grows. If we sow to the Spirit, we get the fruit of the Spirit showing. Mm. So as we sow to the Spirit... We get to have fruit <laughs> that others want to receive, that others want to pick and have as their own. I mean, mm-hmm. you you look at Dan Moeller and you're like, that's the fruit I want to produce. <laughs> I think that it is. Right? It is. Why? Exactly- because he sows to the spirit. Amen. He denies the flesh. He picks up his cross. He follows Christ Jesus everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he sows to 
the spirit. Amen. So would you consider um, fasting a type of spiritual sowing? Absolutely. Because we're denying our flesh, mm-hmm. and picking up our cross, and we're following him. Jesus fasted a lot. Yeah, he did. Like he started off like 40 days. Right. But, okay, so here's, here's a question. And you guys, if you if you feel like answering this question, leave us a comment in the you know in the however you do it in a podcast. Leave us a comment or contact us, and let us know your opinion on these on these topics. Yeah. We love to hear back from you. We want to interact with you guys. Do you consider? And I'm asking this to our to our our, our listeners as well. Do you consider a non food fast, like fasting from a cell phone, fasting from TV? Fasting from some people just fast from the news. Would you consider like denying yourself some fleshly pleasure like a cell phone or a Facebook or, you know, hopefully not this podcast? <laughs> Would you consider that a viable fast? Yes. And the reason I would is because you are denying yourself, you are denying your fleshly satisfaction. And also, You'll find, I have found, maybe I should put it that way, that even in, so giving up things, not just food, I believe is beneficial in the way that, let's use Facebook as an example. I'm in Facebook a lot, right? I'm I'm not, but if I'm in Facebook a lot, I'm in there, I have a break at lunch and I spend that 30 minutes looking in Facebook to see who's doing what and what's happening to so-and-so. Who's got the most likes. And I stop doing that. What am I going to do in that 30 minutes? What can I do in that 30 minutes? Mm -hmm. I can praise the Lord. I can read his word. I can pray and spend time with him that I normally wouldn't do because I'm wrapped up into everybody else's stuff. Okay. There's one thing. Okay, so say, let's see, what other things? Say it's, um, what were some of your other examples, please? Well, like uh, the news. Watching the news. Turning off the TV for an hour because you don't want to hear what's going on all around you because there's a lot of corruption and lies and all that stuff. And then imagine what would happen if you turned off the news and read his news instead. So if we turn off the news and read his news. The good news. Yeah, the good news. You know, it'll do what it's declared to do because it doesn't return to him void. Amen. So yeah, giving up the news, giving up Facebook. I'll say, we're going to do that for 30 days. When we change that, let's say, routine and change it from or fast away the news for an hour, and instead, during that fast, feed ourselves something other than the news in our ears, in our eyes, and then we go back to it, we're going to see it with a whole new eye. Yeah. We're going to see more truth. We're going to, mm-hmm. we really are because his word is truth. And as we read his word, instead of hearing the world's news, we're going to be able to discern better what's being said to us from the screen. That's true. That's very good. So 
again, here we are, guys. This is our very first podcast. We want to hear your thoughts and I comments on this. What is it that you believe means to sow to the flesh? Or what does it mean to sow to the spirit? We want to encourage you as best as possible. And I think the best way for us to do that is to hear from you, our our, our listening audience, right? Yes. You seem to have something. Well, one of the reasons I said yes to this isn't because I need to be heard. Yeah. But because I believe God has something he wants people to hear, which is his word. Mm-hmm. And that's what we get to talk about is his word. Amen. And not just you and I, if people will respond to us, it will help us grow. It will help them grow. You know, yeah. Iron sharpens iron. Exactly. And if we can all come together somehow, some way, and inspire and help one another see his truth, right? Yeah. It's the only way, it's the only way that we're going to be able to grow. I'm not saying this podcast is the only way that we can grow because it's just one of the ways that can help one another. And it would be really cool, you know, if people said, hey, this is a subject that's been on my mind for a long time. Can we can we look this up? Can we speak about this in his word? Yeah. I mean, stuff like that would just be amazing. So again, yeah, we want to encourage you guys to just interact with us. We're all about interaction. This is, again, our first podcast, A Word of Freedom. We thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys have an idea you got a comment, please drop them in the comments below, or you can even email us at W-O-F-M-M-A-I-L at gmail.com. Please share this with your friends and your family and your loved ones. We love you all. And God bless.